0: Hey friends, it's Caitlin Vincent and welcome to your girlfriend podcast. I'm here to be real, vulnerable and have your back along the way. We are only human and make mistakes, but we're here to support one another and feel empowered in taking the next step. I'll be joined by some epic guests that will openly share the space to speak their truth. This podcast is for entertainment purposes and I highly recommend you seek professional advice when needed. Are you ready for it? Let's have some fun! Welcome back. I really appreciate these people that are tuning in to our episodes here at You Go Girlfriend and I am feeling quite good. I'm feeling like there is something that I'm excited to talk about today which is so important and needed <laughs> especially when it comes to sex education. I've been really passionate about changing the way that we talk about sex education and making it a part of the norm and releasing this taboo of how we really truly desire to connect with one another. So I'll be opening up the can of worms about sex education and how it needs a huge revamp and ways that I can actually help you with your personal journey when it comes to sex. So I'm going to start off with, you know, three things that I'm grateful for I, and I kind of keep them on the topic of sex education or sex in general, because, you know, when you think about it, you've got to be grateful for the things that you've been able to do when it comes to learning about it, because every single person is learning about sex education. Like there's no proper expert out there. Even the experts that we consider the experts are trying to learn and understand new things and connect with new people because every single individual has their own needs to acquire to. So the first thing that I'm grateful for is that I've always been curious. I've always been wanting to know more about sex because It is one of the feelings that makes you feel like an out-of-body experience and a lot of the time we, you know, I'll go into it further later on, I feel like I'm trying to catch on the passion that's coming through right now and I'm like, hang on Caitlin, get through the first part first. (laughs) Um, So in general, I'm just happy that I've been really curious about wanting to investigate this more. I'm so grateful that I have learned to be in tune with my body and to learn boundaries on how to healthily communicate my needs in that moment. And the final thing is I'm very grateful that a lot of people have been asking me for their first time what do they do because I really believe that there is still a huge missing gap on how to help you know young women in particular on how to connect and actually be ready for their first experience with someone else because there's a lot of pressure and societal norms of that they just have to do it just because someone else has put them in that position where I'm really trying to healthily create a better space and awareness about there is so much more to do beforehand to make sure that you are completely ready But the to-do before list is not about not doing things. It's actually educating yourself on your body, your needs and your own desires and pleasing yourself in a way that you feel comfortable enough to share that with someone else. So we're going to open up the conversation. We're going to get ready to explore. And I really want people to be open-minded about these conversations because we are going to really open the conversation more and we're going to really understand that it's part of the norm And yet even though some people say it's, you know, it's a private thing and I totally respect that, I'm not here to physically stand in front of you and be like you're doing it wrong. You need to change this. I'm giving you the awareness so that you're well aware of if you want the great experience, you need to actually really check in with yourself. Does this actually feel right and do I actually want this right now? Because our communication with ourselves We're not being honest. We're just doing it because we think it's that pressure of societal norms as well. So we're going to get spicy with the conversation and we're going to really open up more. Because in the end, there's a deep desire for human connection. No matter what situation you are in, there is a huge missing gap when you don't feel connected to someone else. It is part of evolution we are born to connect with people and in a way that makes us feel good. So we might go like basic level of like connection when it comes to communicating your needs, making friends, family, all that sort of basic level. But the fulfillment comes at certain points with them, but the desire for the intimacy to taking things to another level, because we've got lots of hormones and chemicals in our bodies that actually want to take that next stage. In hindsight though, there's Different situations, outcomes, and I'm going to be generalizing as a whole sex education because obviously I respect every single person in their position, in their status, um, in their community. Whether it's you know the gays, LGBTQ plus, you know everyone. I really want to make them feel welcomed to these conversations. However, I will be taking it from a female perspective because that's the niche that I'm working with at the moment. But there'll be things that I overly talk about that I want everyone to feel like that they are a part of this, (laughs) especially those people that don't choose to interact with people, which is absolutely fine. Um, The celibacy, the asexuals, it's absolutely fine for you to choose that decision because You won't actually die without having enough sex. It's scientifically proven. It's okay to not have that much sex or any sex. However, there are parts of your body that do want to align with that. So you either listen to it or follow it or you either don't. So either way, that's completely fine. And I respect as well people have probably also had a traumatic experience when it comes to sex... And they want to know what are some steps to moving forward to be able to trust and respect someone again. And, you know, I commend those people so much but I know that it is something that we all need to work together on and help one another and openly talk about. And communication is key because those situations are inflicted for such a wrong way And we want to make sure that there's the awareness of how to communicate our boundaries and communicate respect and know where there's a limit. Now, I'm not going to go too diving into that because I feel like there's a whole different segue, but one of the things that has a massive influence on sex, which is our society and culture. You know, if we ever look at the evolution of how sex has come about, this generation Bing. <laughs> it's heightened like no tomorrow especially with the impact of having the online space and really looking at this from a pornographic moment and showing people's desires and needs in ways that they just film themselves and even to the content that is allowed on social media as well now I'm not here sitting like a grandma and grandpa telling you not to do this not to do that I am so wholeheartedly free Handly making anyone say or do whatever they want to do. It's just, I know that from what I'm getting and what I'm receiving in my inboxes is the pressure from certain people that are making people do it just because that part is an issue. Because if you're not ready to connect, you're not ready to explore, when you've got that pressure because due to society's way of going, hey, this is the best thing to do and this is amazing, then they're going to feel like they're going to be forced to do it because of that. So I just feel like there's such a celebration in what we are achieving with sex education and allowing people to express their bodies and be free with it. However, we also need to train some people on how to speak up, feel confident in their own skin and to also be able to let people who don't know how to talk to people during sex how to actually inflict the right conversations and how not to peer pressure people into it for their own desires and needs because what tends to happen is people get bored because they're doing the same thing and so what do they do they desire from someone else and they put pressure on them we're trying to fill this gap gap and that's what I'm trying to do is really help people work on themselves to then work on a healthier relationship to then getting the best outcome that they can possibly get and there's a lot of steps that are missing and that comes down to a certain area in the world that really could be changing their way of educating people. So before I even go into that spectrum, one of the things that has really heightened and made people feel like this is the way of connecting with people is movies and TV shows and even books. There's those erotic books, especially when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, that just heightened everyone's, you know, kinkiness and arousalness. But, oh, wait, hang on, that's too dirty. Like you can't be wanting that. But yes, you can. (laughs) Um, But what's tending to happen is there's a real confusion what we're actually desiring and what we're actually wanting when it comes to movies they really shortcut the scenes to being like there always be this beautiful kiss which i think is a good way to start but even before that there's even more steps but then what they do is it's probably the the kiss probably goes for about 10 seconds not even probably or like a different scene it goes from the lounge room or the kitchen to the bedroom And so there's this stigma of going, okay, so everything has to be done in the bedroom. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Um, But it then leads to, okay, well, when they're in the bedroom, it then all of a sudden goes to the intimacy moment and then that's it. There's very little foreplay. There's very little, you know, actually appreciation of oneself. We're slowly getting there. Slowly (laughs) with the education. I know that even the Netflix series Sex Life, they have a scene where there's a lot more just desiring one's body. And I was so thankful that in that moment, they actually were standing in front of each other, looking at each other and just having awe of one another. And that level of connection is undeniable and it really just shows that you can really appreciate someone that really brings that intimacy and connection even more so with that i feel like it's a duty of care for directors and people out there that i'm sure 100 listening right now um that we got to create these intimate moments obviously with the ratings and whatnot uh but intimate enough that it's not just going straight to the end point and straight to the finish line because there's so much sensual energy that we really could pick up in the beginning phase before we even get to the end. And that's what tends to happen is those people that either watch porn or watch movies is they'll kiss for a bit and then they'll fiddle around a little bit and then they'll get into the intimate moment and then bang, that's it. And then a lot of the times, in particular the girls sit there and go, well, that wasn't fun. That wasn't good. What was that meant to feel like? And we lose the evulsion of connection. And that's why I think a lot of people don't realize they've got to set boundaries and they've got to respect themselves and they've got to communicate whilst they're going through the whole process. And, you know, on my social media pages, I do give some videos of examples and um, tips to be able to help you. But, I feel like the education part of this is so important as well that what is shown in those movies is actors and actresses getting together to create a scene to make you feel that you're connected, that that's not how the scene should always play out. There's different moments though where you kind of are in an intimate moment with someone where it could be a five-minute one or an hour-and-a-half one. There's no like it has to always be a two-hour situation. There are moments where you just get that quick flick (laughs) and then after that you might have more of an intimate moment. So there's a whole range. I'm not saying it needs to be quick and fast and all the time. You've got to experiment on different things and there's a whole different calibre when it comes to females as well. But I'm going to go back to sex education And the platform I was trying to talk about before is schools. Now, this area is something that I'm so surprised that there is still a lack in actually helping young teenagers get the respect that they truly deserve when it comes to that moment. And I swear that every time I talk about this or someone else talks about this, They say the comment, they are too young for this and I have to pause and go, they're not because they already are aware of it. Our generation up, we didn't have the internet, we didn't have ways to actually understand but I can guarantee that every single person around that age was curious, was wondering, was exploring. And I can guarantee that there are younger kids that are even asking mum, dad, how did I become a baby? So everyone has a level of curiosity about this. You know, people might sporadically walk into you guys doing it and they go, well, what was that about? And then all of a sudden they've got this knowledge about what's going on. If we don't create a healthy space about it, then they're going to wonder and probably go to the wrong source. So then We've got the interaction with that, they go to school and of course we have to go from, yes, we do need to know the basic understanding of the genetics and the scientific explanation of it, 100%. We tick that, we go label, 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 there you go. Maybe a movie that comes with it. However, when it comes to what they're already seeing out there, someone's actually got to be really truthful and tell them the truth about real pleasure and the truth about respecting your boundaries and knowing how to go into it because I can guarantee they're going to go and do it we can't stop them from doing it that is just going to have to be something that you'll either have to accept or find a way to learn to create a safe place for them to experiment The more that you keep telling the younger generations that they're not going to do something or they can't do something, they are going to find a way and the way they're going to find out is probably not a respectful way and that is more of a protection that I think is ever needed to protecting those younger women or anyone younger that is trying to explore themselves and know that they can get the help from someone by openly discussing what is going on because they're not offering enough then and what ha- tends to happen is schools will have got their policies in place they've got their systems and they will say well we can't talk about this because we know that the parents will react and I totally respect that they're trying to protect their students on the situation but if you actually ask the students that I used to do and I, when I was teaching them I used to ask them they want to know they want to know so that if they're ever in that situation, they know how to get out of it or they know how to respect themselves to be like, no, I don't want to because I can guarantee every single teenager is horny and they want to take action. The friends will talk, the peers will talk, everyone will be like, you know, they're all discovering that relationship part. You know, what do we do? We're in a relationship, okay? Do we kiss? Do we take the next level? All these questions come through. And if no one's there to guide them, they're only going to have to take from what they know from school, from what they know from mum and dad and if mum and dad don't feel comfortable about it, then where are they going to go? Well, I guarantee Google's probably going to be the first answer or they could chat to someone like myself and actually get a real proper answer to respect themselves and create the boundaries and to know when it's okay to say no and when it's okay to take the next step. And to really help their emotions going through that process because it's really confusing with the pressure and understanding, well, I don't, I've don't. i never done this before, so what do I do? No matter their age, no matter where they're at, no matter their understanding around it, we have to protect them by being open about it. And I understand that there are cultures and religions that do not believe that sex is something as important or they have to wait till marriage and all those sort of um, situations are in play. I'm not going to stand here and stand up against a culture or religion that already has a belief. I'm here to help people that want the help because they know that that's something that they desire. Those cultures and religions are slowly unpacking are slowly making a change the amount of um, protests and rights that are starting to happen because they've had enough I can see there's a lot of change and that's why I want to be here for whenever any of those people want the change as well and want to feel safe within themselves because that's truly important that there are people to turn to in a crisis of help. I think it's really important that We actually do talk about this because the amount of stories, the amount of cases and even to the level of extreme deaths that have come from people that are not educating about sex probably has really depicted of where is this awareness of going, hey, there's something that's really wrong out there. We need to change this. We're still in a bit of a slump. So, and don't get me wrong, there are some amazing people out there that are finally <laughs> doing some amazing work. I, I really promote and will guide people to certain people because they are doing some incredible work. So it's not just me waving a flag going, I'm the only one doing this. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that are starting to make the conversation. They are starting to open up and let it be a natural process that is a part of us because we did not come here on planet Earth from fairies we came here through sex and that's biologically proven scientifically shown that that's how we came through so we need to be aware that it's a part of our journey what I also noticed and I did touch on it earlier was when it comes to porn a lot of the time people when they first tried they're like oh my goodness I can't believe I'm watching this and it heightens all their adrenaline and it gets very, you know, flushy and embarrassing moments or it gets very curious. What is actually happening is that is an industry within itself that needs to fulfil the clientele's, you know, pleasure and it's the individual person that is doing that and they've been trained to try and make sure they read that person in a certain way or complete a certain task. I know that even with OnlyFans at the moment that there are some people that are really showcasing their bodies, which is who they want to become and I've, you know, connected with some great people that are doing some photography and artwork that, you know, showing off how beautiful our bodies are. There's just a difference between feeling empowered and, you know, feeling disgusted. We've got to feel empowered about our, ourselves and educate in a really enlightening way that makes us feel like it's a healthy choice Than an unhealthy, addictive way that is just perpetrating an unrealistic format. Um, I can't go into it too deep with this because my mind just goes crazy. But as long as we're aware that I'm coming from an empowered space and I'm not here to encourage disrespectful behaviours when it comes to sex. So when we take on the steps we've got to firstly understand what do I actually respect about myself? What do I respect about my body? And if we've never done a full examination of our body, if you can't proudly stand there in front of a mirror fully naked and see yourself in a beautiful light, that's your first task and homework that you need to do. You need to be able to look at yourself and feel honoured and proud to know that that is your body I know that a lot of people's heads would be like oh but I've got this but I've got that I can I can already feel the energy of like so many minds going crazy in that moment as soon as I said that you've got to train yourself to do this you've got to put a boundary in place to say I respect and value myself and I'll only let certain people that I feel are valuable enough to get this beautiful body and really creating that boundary with yourself, you will be tempted. You will be tested. You will have situations where, you know, alcohol might get involved and it might change your perspectives. You need to have the control now to make sure that any steps further on do counterfact and make sure that you're valuing yourself. Now, everyone's got different situations here. I know some are in relationships, some are married, some are single. So there's all a different fluctuation of sex and, you know, when you're single, it's about experimentation and when you're in a relationship, it's about really defining that moment with them. When you're married, you're trying to spice things up. So there's a whole calibrate of like difference with sex but it doesn't actually matter what stage you are. You need to be looking at yourself going, mm, damn, you are looking fine. You might have those moments where you go, oh my God, I feel bloated today, but I love that. You need to change the way that you put your mindset with that as well. So I highly recommend mirror work. Mirror work is amazing, especially when you're looking at your reproductive area, your vulva. When you look at it, it's unique. That is a piece of artwork that no one else has. It is so special, so rare, and it does not need to look like anyone else's. It is completely yours, and that is a beautiful gift. It's just like your face. It's a completely beautiful look that everyone gets to see. But downstairs, not everyone gets to see, only the most valuable people get to see that as well. One of the things I feel like is really lacking in education is pleasure. Now, pleasure doesn't mean having to hit the G spot every time. I'm not meaning always that. That's one way. But What I mean is actually having a way to understand why you turn on and what makes you feel turned on. Because if you don't actually understand why or what is actually making you feel turned on, then you won't actually know what you are turned on by and what you're turned off by. So pleasure needs to be something that comes from within yourself. Whatever I feel pleasure about, you might feel completely different That's absolutely fine. That's perfect because it's an individual need. We might have some similar things but I can guarantee everyone's pleasure and desires comes from either experience, what they've seen or what they want to experiment with. So when I want to help with pleasure is I want to help people understand that the curiosity of examining yourself and even to the point of feeling comfortable being naked and really exploring all the different senses of your body, your erogenous zones, all really depict on how you want to feel the pleasure. So I, on my social media page, opened up about the conversation about the erotic blueprints. So there are five erotic blueprints, and each one of them is a type that we all have. Now, don't get me wrong. When I first heard about this, I thought, "Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be sexual," and it actually surprised me that it wasn't. I actually was high percentage in sensual. So the five um, the five erotic blueprints are energetic, sensual, sexual, kinky, and shapeshifter. Now each one of them have a type, which means that you and your partner have a certain type that you truly desire. Now, if you're the same That is kind of like a benefit of the doubt and it kind of helps because you can then clearly communicate what it is. If you're a mix, then you've got to be understanding that you need to mix between the two of them. So you might be, one might be sexual and one might be sensual. So if you're really dominating in the sexual part, then you need to make sure you're adequately helping the sensual feel ready in the moment and making them feel that their environment around them before even interact is okay like a simple thing and making like a candle on or make sure they've got you know the tv off if it's really distracting them all these little things will counteract in the good communication when you know what type of blueprint you are now it's interesting the fifth one is a shapeshifter, and that one is really crucial because we actually all started with it from the beginning when we were born we all had shapeshifter but our family and friends and cultures and movies and books and conversations have all changed our views into more of a certain one that we actually desire so i know that even when i did the test my percentages were higher for most of them um but that's because of what i really put down on the test and when you actually when you do it you can actually unpack it but the shapeshifter, deep down, we all have it. So, you, if you're not adequately trialing out all the different types, then you're not actually going to get a really fulfilling experience when it comes to sex. That's why I did talk about those blueprints, because I think that they are a great starting point for anyone to truly know what type they are so that they can actually communicate where they need to go in the direction of that situation. Now, I know that. No matter what what situation you are, I've always said this, but curiosity is for everyone. Everyone wants to know and get the fulfillment out of a great sex life. They want that connection, that channel, that drive, that passion, you know, the desire, the intimacy. They want all that. That is one of the best feelings is the build-up and the teasing and everything comes in play. That's why it's so important that we actually – Educate on because it's a very like full on topic in that moment. So we want to try and get that covered in a respectful way so that we can help people with the next steps. I know that there are parents out there with teenagers, and this is a stage of change for them. They go, "Oh my goodness, my little girl or boys growing up," and. I need to help them with this situation but I don't know how and I, and I don't feel comfortable doing that. One of the things I would highly recommend and I know Mel Robbins talked about this even with her own children. She said the best way is to create a safe place at home and I could not recommend that enough. If you create a safe place at home, give them an hour or two, <laughs> go out, do what you need to do my goodness, the choices that they are going to make is so much more fulfilling than pushing them out the door, telling them they should not do it. It's so crucial that you are aware that it's a part of their journey as well. And if you want to be a parent that really supports them, you've got to be open to the conversation and you don't need to be around for the situation. You just need to support them and be safe and telling them that, I'm here if you need the conversation, I'm here to support you and if that still feels uncomfortable, I'm more than happy to do a session with you to help the situation, to know how to make communication with them and to make this a lot more easier on your shoulders as well because especially at teenagers, their hormones are developing and they're going crazy so they really are craving that next stage. Like I said from the beginning, we can't say age is a barrier and if you're waiting for marriage, that is totally fine. But if if you're really realistic with this, a lot of people are not waiting anymore. It's, ba- it's back in the old days now. We've got to click to reality and know that times have changed and there's a lot more people doing it and especially if we want to try and protect them from pregnancy, you can if you are learning how to track your cycle and you're knowing how to educate yourself on when is the time to say hell no we are not doing it now then you can really have a great experience but a lot of people at teenagers their cycle is very experimental and they're trying to develop their bodies so it's a lot that they're trying to counteract with so i understand that it may not be the best time but if we're getting if we're working with someone who's not budging And we've got to help them. We've got to help them in a way to prevent the situation. So we just got to be realistic with this. In summary though, you know, it's better to be real and honest than to feel like you're sugarcoating it to protect them. They're not going to get much from you not talking about it. They're not going to get much from you hiding it away from them. Protection comes from actually being real and honest because they feel like they have a safe place to be able to open up and be real with them. So... One of the things that I'm actually offering, which I'm very excited to be announcing on the podcast, is I am doing a teenager workshop. So this is going to be based around girls at the moment. There will be something later on for the boys. So girls are, are more than welcome to come along to my fabulous full day workshop, which is with focus on three components, which is sex education, periods, and more importantly, self-confidence. Knowing these three areas making them feel respected, heard and seen. And we're going to ignite their potential to know that when they navigate through becoming a woman, they're going to do it with adequate and they're going to feel more fulfilled with who they are and not be rushing off to all these situations that I can tell the parents will be going through their brain. (laughs) If you follow my Instagram or Facebook or all those social media platforms, you will see um, how you can click on the link and actually um, put them into the workshop. And it's something that is so rare and not been done there's a lot of self-confidence being done out there with teenager programs but not a lot on sex education and periods so we just go all out here because we want to make sure that we create the safe place so they can come to you and speak to you about what is your you know desired help to be able to openly communicate and share your needs but if you find that you know a workshop might be too much at the beginning you can always do one-on-one coaching with me and I can actually enlist a beautiful way to working one-on-one or maybe you want to do the workshop just to get an opening of the conversation and then we work and then I work with you one-on-one to then work on a bit more of a lasting understanding and creating that space because situations happen and things come up so we need to help them in any way possible. I just want to say there's a little bit of a secret to all those people that are listening. (laughs) I am in the process of creating a program for women to make them feel beyond confident and really electrify themselves in a way that they are ready to pounce in life. So I've got a program that's going to be coming to you very soon. So I'm very excited to semi-announce that there will be something coming for you ladies because I know that if you're not a teenager – You still want that desire and that help to feeling like you are thriving. Well, watch this space because there'll be something really exciting coming your way. I'm really thankful that I've been able to openly discuss all these topics, especially when it comes to sex education, because there's a lot more, to be honest, I feel like there's a lot more I could even keep talking about, but you know. Time's on the essence. So, you know, but there's no uncomfortable questions here. And I really appreciate those people that do message me behind the scenes and they ask me questions, and I'm more than happy to answer. You know, I'm going to finish off this podcast by saying just speak your truth, and there's no uncomfortable questions here, but mostly and foremost, accept yourself before you learn to love yourself. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate you always tuning in and sending your love. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I truly appreciate it. And you deserve to feel heard, seen, valued and supported. Book in your next date with me by subscribing to our podcast and take a peek at our show notes for links that you might have missed. Until next time, bye my love.